Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us in the Weekly Standard is Fred Barnes, who always regrets when I twist his arm and get him here in front of the microphone. And Fred, before we give Donald Trump his report card, the places where he's earned some A's right. and maybe some D's and, and not so well, uh, we were talking about trying to figure out who's going to be in the cabinet. And you just, because of your knowledge of yeah. political history, you just revealed what I've been trying to figure yeah. out this whole month because it's like, well, did he announce him? Did he yeah, not? Nothing. How does, how does get, how, getting appointed is, to a cabinet spot? How does getting named by the nominee, I should say, work? Well, uh, it's unique uh, to Donald Trump, as many, many things are. <laughs> and first, uh, the nominee's name is leaked. And it sits out there for a couple of days. And if you have something horrible, I mean, it's a trial <laughs> balloon. And then they confirm it by somebody anonymously speaking for President-elect <laughs> Trump uh, confirms that, yes, this is the one that Donald Trump wants to be interior secretary. And then in a couple of days, it's actually formally announced. <laughs> it's a, So it's a three-step process. Leak, confirm, announce. Leak, confirm, announce with a, a teaspoon of Twitter thrown in there somewhere well, of course as well. You have, you, of course you have to tweet. Now, s- some people seem to think that Donald Trump would stop tweeting because he's been elected president, because this is mm-hmm. unpresidential. And, and actually, polls show that, uh, oh, what is it, the high 50, 60 percent of Americans think as president he ought to give up tweeting. Fat chance <laughs> this is going to be a president who tweets because it's a great tool for communicating. Well, that's, that's, that sets us up then for the rest of this conversation. Mm-hmm. How would you grade him on his use of Twitter and new media? Is that an area where he's winning? Is that an A oh, or B for oh, him? he's absolutely winning. Uh, I'd give him an A minus and, and not an, uh, an A or an A plus because some of his tweets has been one in particular since he's been elected that was a big mistake. <laughs> that is the one where he, he, he didn't suggest or imply, but he claimed that if all the folks who had voted illegally, their votes were taken out. He would have won not only the Electoral College vote, but the popular right. vote. That was, I mean, there was no way to substantiate that at all. He provided no evidence because there is not any. Right. Well, um, I'm just the adjunct to your pro- mm-hmm. professorial stance here in this mm-hmm. podcast, but I want to give him a grade. I thought his mm-hmm. tweet on flag burning, with which I disagree with him 100%, mm-hmm. yeah. was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was, that's mm-hmm. how you use sure. new media. You distract mm-hmm. the traditional media. Mm-hmm. They run around with their heads cut off, yep. and you're putting Mike Flynn in at NSA and Tom Price mm-hmm. in at HHS, and oh. you got it made. Well, yeah, the two ways of looking at the tweets by uh, President-elect Trump. One is it's a way to communicate uh, to 25 million people or more uh, because he has 15.8 million actual followers and then half of them retweet. (laughs) So he he reaches a lot of people. But then there's the second way it works and it's bait. And it's bait for the media. They can't resist it. Whatever he says in there, particularly if it's even marginally provocative, they'll just jump all over it. They'll attack it, or at least they'll they'll have to comment on it. And uh, and Trump may be off doing something that's much much more important. And they're running after these tweets. He's very clever. So, how would you grade the process of the uh, cabinet picks? I'm going to set aside the picks themselves. Yeah, but like um, I've. Heard a lot of conversations. Some people are uncomfortable with this camera at Trump Tower and cycling people in and out. They see the photo of Trump kind of leering yeah. at Mitt Romney. That they think it's it's a little degrading. It's a little TV. What kind of grade do you oh, give? Come for on, that? get a life. Those people need to come. <laughs> look, this is where he lives, and and that it's not his camera. That's C-SPAN. Mm-hmm. Look, if you don't if you don't like that, call C-SPAN and tell him to get the camera out of there. I kind of like to see those people. I like to know who he's talking to. Some some Republicans get mad when he talks to Al Gore. <laughs> or, or or other Democrats invites him right. in. But uh, I'm glad to know that he's talking to those people. And he knows 
that everybody who comes in there, it, it, it will be all over the media. Mm-hmm. And he wants the, uh, the the people out there to know that he's just not talking to Republicans and conservatives. He's bringing in liberals and Democrats mm-hmm. as well. This is the president of all the people. So you're giving him another A? Oh, I'd, look, I'd, I think the process has worked fine. And the critics are, you know, they're nitpicking. Yes. I, I, I happen to think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. The, the idea that people would be interested in the cabinet selections. Yeah. I was talking to uh, your colleague, Phil Terzian, the literary editor, mm-hmm. who's a history buff. Indeed. He pointed out that Nixon brought out all of his cabinet mm-hmm. appointments on one day. I think it was like in December. <laughs> yeah. So he just said, hey, here they yeah. are. And, mm-hmm. then, and when they went on. Oh, no, and no, Trump no. has turned mm-hmm. this into uh, oh, television. Mm-hmm. So it's that's, a series. It's so, like a television series, a special, you know, that's on for <laughs> it's on for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Instead of you're fired, it's you're hired. Yeah. Now I want to get to your grade on the mm-hmm. actual picks. Mm-hmm. Taken mm-hmm. as a group, generally speaking, people mm-hmm. say that uh, General Mattis and Tom Price, kind of the cream of the crop in a way, mm-hmm. Mike Pompeo up there, mm-hmm. they look at uh, Steve Bannon who's not really a cabinet secretary, but still a pick. Mike Flynn, some questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Linda McMahon, just because of her WWE connection. I think Mm -hmm. that's unfair to her. I mean, Well, she's not going to be secretary of state. Exactly, exactly. So how would you grade the selection so far? Well, start with the big four. The big four are the secretary of state, which we don't know yet, the treasury secretary, and he's uh, announced a friend of his, uh, Steve Mnuchin, uh, uh, Mnuchin, who's a a Wall Street guy. Uh, Actually, he's moved to Hollywood now, but a millionaire or billionaire. And uh, um, I would say, uh, I would wouldn't say he's one of the top picks. I can think of better people there that who Trump knows and could have named. Uh, Jeff Sessions, totally qualified to be attorney general and a, a great supporter and friend of Donald Trump. Um, and what and what is number four? The, the, defense. Uh, the defense secretary, General Mattis, a brilliant pick. Look, number one is secretary of state. So well, a lot will depend on that. I think Donald Trump still wants a uh, Mitt Romney, but but he wants uh, a lot more people uh, in his orbit to agree with him on that. Right now, I mean, there are a lot of objections to Romney, who opposed uh, Trump not only for mm-hmm. the nomination, but in the campaign against Hillary Clinton, too. So, yeah, they're pretty good at the top, but, but, but Secretary of State matters. The others... I mean, some are good and uh, and some are controversial, but all in all, most of the complaints about his selections are from Democrats uh, who don't like these people because they're not the ones that they would have picked. Right. But I want to get back to the Secretary of State because I mm-hmm. think it's interesting that you think Trump wants Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Why do you think that? And if he does want him, how would you grade how he's handled the process? Because mm-hmm. if I were Mitt Romney, I would yep. start to feel like like uh, kind of a sucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be waiting for like the third call. Okay, this time come mm-hmm. and meet us at the Taco Bell and wear a funny hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, was, at a certain point, you're demeaning the guy mm-hmm. by making yeah. him go through these hoops to get the job. Yeah, no, I think Donald Trump has handled the selection of uh, cabinet members very well, <laughs> with the exception of Secretary of State okay. and his treatment of Mitt Romney. Look, he clearly thinks Romney would be a good Secretary of State. He's a decent guy. And, and I've kind of warmed up to Romney myself. I didn't think much of it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and besides, here is a guy that is almost in the most exclusive club in the world, and that's the president's club. I mean, Romney was the prior Republican presidential nomination right. uh, nominee. And, uh, uh, and, and I don't know, there's just something about him and something about uh, uh, Trump having won and Romney lost that uh, has, drawn, <laughs> has drawn Trump to him. And I, I would love to hear what, what, what Romney said after the meeting he's had, what, he's, what he said when he's gone home and talked to his exactly. wife, and she uh, says, I, well, how was your meeting today with Trump? 
<laughs> Ann Romney, a sweetheart, by the way, yeah. just sitting there going, wait, yeah. he ordered frog legs? Yeah. He took you out for frog legs? <laughs> so now I want to ask you about how do you think he's handled his base, Team Trump, yeah. the people mm-hmm. who who love him? Because you pointed out you know, the Romney thing. Uh, yeah. Some people mm-hmm. are concerned about uh, the labor pick. Yeah. Uh, Puzder, I think I'm saying his name correctly, yeah. but he's not on board with uh, restrictionists on immigration because yeah. he has to hire yeah. people to yeah. work mm-hmm. at Charles, Carl's Juniors and Hardee's. Mm-hmm. So there's some of that. There's a lot of talk about, you know, he's not as enthusiastic sometimes about some of the ideas he campaigned on. Mm -hmm. Is he taking care of his base? I think he's taking care of his base very well. And you know what's helped a lot is to have these rallies. Where's Mm -hmm. he been? He's been to Fayetteville, North Carolina. He's been to Cincinnati. And he's he's been to Des Moines, Iowa. And when you see him out there... And you see the crowd, and they're enthusiastic, mm-hmm. and he's enthusiastic. Right. I mean, they 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 really uh, they really appeal to each other. Trump is having such a good time. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I wonder whether whether he thinks he wishes the campaign they could have put the election off, and, and the right. campaign exactly. could, could have continued for a couple months. <laughs> no, I I think he, he's handled it pretty well, and the press helps. Yes. Because oh, absolutely. The, because the press attacks Steve Bannon and they attack uh, it, uh, so many of his people. You know, the mainstream media seems to think that any uh, uh, that any nominee of Donald Trump's mm-hmm. who would not also have been picked by Barack Obama right. is <laughs> is wrong and he shouldn't have picked them. And and to see Trump continuing to be attacked by the mainstream media right. just. Uh, uh, thrills his base. Well, you just answered my final question to grade his handling of the media. Yeah. It looks like you've given oh, him a good oh, grade there. Oh, I he's to, leading him around by the nose. Yeah, I, I've got an example from today. We're recording this on uh, Friday the 9th. Trump at his rally, just mm-hmm. uh, before we recorded, mm-hmm. he talks about being named Person of the Year. And mm-hmm. he looks at the crowd and he goes, Person of the Year? Don't you think I should have been Man of the Year? <laughs> yeah. And he polls the crowd. How many of you would like to see time go back to having Man of the yeah. Year? Yeah. <laughs> now, what made that brilliant is number one, it means nothing. Yes. It's just it's it's talk. It's talk radio yeah. talk. Yeah. You know? sure. But uh, a super liberal friend of mine. Yeah. Immediately reacted when she heard that, and she said an expletive about yeah. Trump, and and she was someone who hated Trump from the beginning. Yeah, said, right. What a smart. Here's yeah. a little a, a, yeah. a laugh from my team, sure. a scream of anguish mm-hmm. for their team. Yeah. And the more his team sees mm-hmm. their team crying, the happier mm-hmm. they are. Hey, being man of the year, that's part of making America great again. <laughs> You're man of the year. And on that note, Fred Barnes will wrap up the podcast. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. Better still, subscribe to our podcast at iTunes.com. It's absolutely free. Just go to iTunes, search Weekly Standard. It'll pop right up while you're there. Search the confab, Eric Felton, whose guest this week is Fred Barnes, and the Crystal Clear podcast as well. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.